Okay, we're up to Daf Mem Gimel Amid Beis. We are uh, by the two dots, about five lines from the bottom. So <clears throat> the Gemara says like this: The Gemara says The Mishnah says that if an animal kills a person, you have to pay kaifer. Regardless, I'm sorry, that the animal you pay kaifer, and the animal is executed regardless of whether it kills uh, an adult or a child. It gets the death penalty. Regarding the Mu'ad, it says, ben yigach, bas yigach. The Pasuk says, ben bas. It teaches you, that the animal gets killed, it teaches you that an animal is killed whether it killed a godel or a katan. Okay, it's a Pasuk. So the question, what do you need a Pasuk for? It's a Kavachoymer. It's actually, there's two sources. One is, I think it's a Kavachoymer. I could uh, figure it out from uh, from logic. Right? You have, we know that if a person kills someone, he gets a death penalty. And if an animal kills someone, he gets a death penalty. Right? Just when it comes to a human who killed someone, that he gets a death penalty. It doesn't matter whether the victim is an adult or a child. But if a person kills a child, he gets a death penalty as well. So to there should be no difference between an animal getting the death penalty, whether it killed an adult or a child. So we need a pasuk for it. Svara. In addition, I have a kavachaymer. It's not just logic; it's a kavachaymer. Uma adam badam. When it comes to a person who kills another person, we know that when it comes to murder, if the murderer is above bar mitzvah. He'll get killed, but if the murderer is below bar mitzvah, he won't. And yet, although if the murderer is under bar mitzvah, he won't get killed, but if the victim is under bar mitzvah, the murderer will get killed. So if the victim is under bar mitzvah, it doesn't matter. Although there is a difference by the murderer itself. But the victim, it doesn't matter. So So when it comes to an ox, the ox is going to get killed whether the murdering ox is above bar mitzvah or below bar mitzvah. It doesn't make a difference. So too, of course it shouldn't make a difference. So what do you need a Pasuk for? This is a Kavachim. So the Gemara says, the reason why I need a Pasuk is as follows. You, basically, this Pasuk, the question is, what do you need a Pasuk for? I could figure out that the animal should get killed, whether it killed a Gadol or a Katan, because it should be learned out from when a, a human kills a Katan, you get the death penalty. So the answer is, You can't learn out an animal from an Adam, because an Adam is high of four things. When, an anim, when a person hurts another person, you pay But when an animal hurts a person, you only pay one. So you see that the punishment for an animal is less severe. So therefore, I wouldn't know that an animal should get killed if it killed a child. That's the pasuk. Now, this pasuk that says that a animal is killed if it kills a katan is regarding a muad. That's what the pasuk is referring to. So the question is, How do I know that if an animal kills a if an animal that's a tam killed a child, that it also gets killed? So the Gemara first brings down from um, the first svara is from a mamatzinu, which is a basic comparison, and then from a kavachaim. So dinhu. We know that the Torah says that if an animal kills a man or a woman, it gets killed. We know that the, uh, an animal gets punished whether it kills male or female. We also know that the animal is punished whether it kills adult and a child. 
Now, when it comes to men and women, there's no difference between Tam and Muid. Adult men, adult women, there's no difference. Just like a Muid is punished, so to a Tam is punished. So too, by children, if we punish a mood, we should punish a tam as well. Meaning you see by male and female that if you punish a mood, you should punish a tam. So too, by katanim, if you punish a mood, you should punish a tam. Now the issue with this svara is you're basically saying if you punish a mood, you should punish a tam. I could argue you punish a mood because it's more severe. Now that's, that's my problem with that. I mean, and the Gemara is going to point this out in a sec. That's the mamatsinu, and there's a kavachaymer. Now, when it comes to men and women who are adults, they're always liable for punishment whenever they do something wrong, right? If a man or a woman causes damage, they have to pay. And there's no difference between whether an animal kills a man or a woman, whether it's a tam or a muid. So when it comes to men and uh, children who are not liable, meaning if adults who are weaker in judgment, meaning they're always liable, they're more guilty by nature because they always have to pay whenever they do something wrong, and still, the, the animal will get killed whether it's a tam or a muad. So a child who's innocent by nature, because if a child causes hezek, he doesn't have to pay. In addition, of course you should not be uh, make a difference in tam and muad. So basically the kabachimer is, if adults who are more guilty, tam and muad are the same, than children who are less guilty, kabachimer. So we have a mamatsinu and we have a kavachaymer. So the Gemara says, Amr, the first, the first problem, so you have two sources. The first, the, the first mamatsinu, the problem with that one is, The issue is, as I said before, what's the basic svara? Well, if, if by men and women, a mood is chayiv and a, and a tam is chayiv, so by children, if a mood is chayiv, kavachaymer, a tam should be chayiv. It's not a kavachaymer. If a mood is chayiv, it's because a mood is more severe. Who says that we apply it to a tam? And we also had a kavachaymer. What was the kavachaymer? The kavachaymer is, if there's tam and mood are the same by adults who are more guilty in nature, then it should be chayiv, tam and mood for children that are more innocent. I could argue the difference is, you're basically saying, if it's chayiv by adults, it should be chayiv by children. I would say it's different. Adults are bar, are bar mitzvah. They're included in, in, in parsha mitzvahs. Maybe the reason why a tam and mood, you kill the animals, because it's a big avla to kill an adult who could serve Hashem right now. But a child who is not yet mechoyiv, maybe you don't kill. Void. Because I'm not sure about this, therefore, now that we rejected the Mamatsinu and the Kavachoymer, we need a Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Ben Yigach, Ubas Yigach, the word Yigach twice is to tell you. It says by Tam and by Mood, Negicha Lamisa, Negicha Nezakin. They're the same by time, the same by mood, the same by killing, same by damages. It is all the same. Okay. New Mishnah. Let's say an ox is rubbing its back for pleasure. It's rubbing its back. And it knocks over the wall and it kills a person. So the animal's not going to get the death penalty because it didn't intend to kill it. It was just intending to scratch its back. Or or the ox intended to kill an animal but instead killed a person. So it's considered an accidental death for the person. Or or it tried to kill a Kanani but ends up killing a Jew. Or was trying to kill a baby who was dying who was not going to survive and instead it killed a, a healthy person. All these cases, Potter... All these cases, the ox does not get the death penalty. So we had yesterday's daf. If there is no death penalty, is there kaifer? We said it was a machlokes. Amiroim, Rishlokesh of Yechanan, 
and it's a machlokes over here as well. Amr Shmuel, Shmuel says in the first in all these cases there's no death penalty, but there's chayv and kaifer, but there's kaifer. Rab Amr no potter mizam is Rab says no potter from both, potter from misa, potter from kaifer. So vamai and now basically let's point out Shmuel. Shmuel says that this animal is not going to get the death penalty, but it's going to get kaifer. Now kaifer only applies to a muad. Which means this animal has killed multiple people by knocking over walls on them multiple times. But this time, we know he didn't mean it. This time, there's no death. Basically, how do you ever have a situation where there's no death because it's accidental, but it's a mood, which means that it's proven to do this already. So if it's proven to do this already, how do you know it's accidental? If it's the first time, you say, okay, maybe it's an accident. But he's a mood because you're paying kaifer, which means it's done this three times already. If it's done this three times, this is the fourth time. How do you know this is an accident? The Gemara says, Amai, Hatamu, how do you pick Kaifer? It must be a Tam. The answer is, it can't be a Tam. There's no Kaifer by a Tam. It must be Kedam Rav, Bimud Lipa Bnei Adam. Bibayrus Hachanai, Bimud Lishachah Bnei Adam, Mixolim. Rav, in a, in a, later on in the Masechta, had a similar problem in a couple Dafim. And he said the case is that it's a Muad to fall onto people. So in this case, it's a Muad, meaning this animal has pushed over walls a couple times already. Wait a minute. Iachi Barkatella, well, if it pushed it over a couple times, how do you know it's accidental in this case? How do you know in this case it's just rubbing its back because it feels pleasure? Maybe it's it's done this three times already. Now, over there, maybe in the other case where it fell onto, let's say the animal fell onto people in a pit, you could say, well, from the context, it looked like it was trying to eat something and it fell. You could tell from the way it slipped there was an accident. But this animal's knocking over walls. The answer is, the answer is, we could tell that the animal is scratching its back for pleasure. But how do you know? How do you know whether an animal is doing it because it's aggressive or pleasure? The answer is, after the wall fell, it still rubbed its back. If it stopped rubbing its back after the wall fell, go to the next page, that means that its desired result was to kill somebody. But over here, if it continues rubbing its back after the wall fell, then it was um, just trying to uh, rub its back. The animal pushed over the back, pushed over the wall, killed someone, so you pay kai for kundishmol. But isn't it Sroiris? Meaning, it's not like the animal killed to be a dime. It's not like where the animal gored it. The animal pushed over a wall and the wall fell on him. It's Koychai. It's Chatzin Ezek Sroiris. There shouldn't be Koychai. Amramari, Bredirav Kahana, the Kosmanebe. The cases where the animal pushed over the wall and kept driving the wall into the person. So it's not like he pushed over the wall and then the, the wind took it or gravity took it. He drove the wall into the person. So it's not Sroiris. It's be a dime. Okay. So we have a bright. It's according to Shmuel. There's no Misa, but there's Kaifer. Tani Kavasi the Shmuel, Tiyav the Rav. We have a Bryce that backs up Shmuel, and not like Rav. We have a Bryce that says Beferish, that there could be Kaifer without Misa. How so? The Bryce says like this, Yesh Chayev Misa B'Kaifer. There is a case where the ox will get killed and pay Kaifer. That's the ca- standard case. We intended to do so. Yesh Chayev B'Kaifer Potem Misa. And there's a case where it gets Kaifer and no death, and that's Mam Shmuel's case. It's an incidental death. It was just trying to rub its back, so it doesn't get the death penalty, but it pays Kaifer. Not like, like that's like Shmuel, not like Rav. Yeshchayev b'misu patamina kaifer. You could have where it gets a death penalty, but there is no kaifer. That's a tam, right? Tam gets killed, but there's no kaifer. And yesh patamizabizan. Then there's pot from both, and that's where the tam, um, incidental death of a tam, meaning the tam animal is scratching its back, so it doesn't pay kaifer because it's a tam, and it doesn't get the death penalty because it didn't intend to hurt. Speak it out. Okay, it's that. The case that it gets both death and kaifer is where the animal intended to kill somebody. And it's a In the case where it gets kaifer but no death is where it's incidental death, but it's a mood. Mamish Shmuel's case. You see that you could have kaifer without the death penalty. 
Now, what's the case where it it gets death penalty but no koifer? That's a tam. Tam bekavana, chay bemiso, patam bekoifer. And what's the case where it gets nothing? That's a tam shaloi bekavana, patam bekoifer. That's where a tam killed incidentally. Okay? Now, what if the animal hurts somebody accidentally? Do you pay? Animal hurts someone accidentally. So there's a shy of whether there's koifer if it killed someone accidentally. What if it hurts someone accidentally? My time to review though. Why does review say that the that you're high if, if the animal hurts someone accidentally? Now, now, Rashi points out. I was just thinking of this. I mean, incidental damage is every regal and shame, right? It doesn't intend to hurt somebody. This is a case where it's Karen. So the animal, what does it mean? Shleve kavana. So Rashi says the case is the animal intended to gore A and it gored B. So it's accidental. If, if it killed him, that would be no death penalty. The question is, is there? do you pay for damages? It's Karen with Kavana, but Shalai Kavana, what happened? It was Kavana to hurt, but not to the person. It wanted to hurt an animal and it hurt a person. So is there payment? So there would be no death in this case. The question is, is there payment for Nezek? My time to review the what's review the Savara? Yelf Mikaiver. He says, Well, he compares it to Kaiver. Ma Kaiver right? Review the follow Shmuel. Right? If it kills someone accidentally, there's Kaifer according to Shmuel, but no death. The question is, if it hurts someone accidentally, so is there payment? So basically it's very simple. Do you compare it to Kaifer and say, Well, there's Kaifer, so there should be payment? Or do you say compare it to death? And there's no death, so there's no payment. Rav Shimon, Rav Shimon says the reason why it's potter is because there's no death penalty. If there's no death penalty in accidental uh, killings, there's no payment of accidental damages. Why does Rav not learn out from the death penalty? From execution. Rav says, I'd rather compare it to Kaifer, which is money. I'd rather pay Nezek, compare Nezek to Kaifer, money to money, than Nezek to, to Misa, which is money to death. Of Shimon, why is he comfortable learning out from the death penalty and not from Kaifer? He says, I'd rather learn out Nezek to death, which are both related to the animal itself, as opposed to as opposed to Kaifer, which is a kapara for the for the owner. Meaning this is probably if he looks at Kaifer as a kapara. Yeah, meaning, I mean, basically saying, I'd rather compare the money, which is just payment of a hezek, that's comparable to death, which is to basically atone for the animal, as opposed to koifer, which is to atone of the owner. Um, the Mishnah said, if an animal intended to kill a person and killed... Uh, kill, kill an animal and kill the person, there's no death penalty. What if it intended to kill A and end up killing B? The implication is, the implication is that if the animal intended to kill A and ended up killing B, there would be the death penalty. Because the Mishnah says, if the animal intended to kill an animal and kill the person, there's no death penalty, which implies that if the animal and killed to, intended to kill an animal and kill the person, there would be a de- uh, 
if an animal, again, the Mishnah says, if the animal intended to kill an animal and kill the person, there's no death penalty, which implies that if the animal intended to kill a person and killed another person, there would be a death penalty. Masis is like Rav Shimon. This is not like Rav Shimon. The Tanya, Rav Shimon Omer, Rav Shimon says, if the animal intended to kill A and ended up killing B, there is no death penalty. My time with Rav Shimon, what's Rav Shimon's reasoning? The Pasuk says, you stone the animal. And the and the owner has to pay koifer. Meaning, the pasuk describes actually it, actually it's koifer, but the pasuk says hashar yisakel, right? You stone the animal and you stone and you kill the owner. Now, killing the owner, the gemara and darshins as to payment. But the point is, there's a comparison between the owner's death if the owner had killed the person to the animal's death when the animal kills the person. So, Rav Shimon says like this: If a person tried to kill Reuven and ends up killing Shimon, there's no death penalty. So if the animal tried to kill Reuven and kill Shimon, there's no death, there's no death penalty for the animal. So you learn out from a person. If a, a person, Reuven, tried to kill Shimon and ends up killing Levi, there's no death penalty. How do we know this? The Gemara says, And how do I know this applies to people? The Pasuk says, that when it describes killing someone, it says, You ambush and you kill him. You only get the death penalty if you intended to kill that person. What are the Rabbanon who say that you do get the death penalty because you end the, you end the day trying to kill a person, even though you killed the wrong person? What do they do with that Pasuk? They say the cases where you just throw a rock into Main Street and it kills somebody, you don't get the death penalty. You throw it into Main Street and there's Goyim and non Goyim. And it kills a Jew, you don't get the death penalty. Gemara says, "Well, what's the case? What's the case? Are there majority going on Main Street? If it's majority, then it's Pasha. You go by the majority. So you don't need a Pasha. It's Pasha. And Inami Palga Palga. And even if it's fifty-fifty, I mean, if it's Rive Jews, then why is it why Taka? Do you don't not get the death penalty? You go by Rive. It's Pasha. If it's 50 50, it's Suffolk and Fashis Lahakal. So, what's the Chiddush? The answer is like the cases where there's nine Jews and one Kanani, and you still don't get the death penalty. Aye, what about Rav? The answer is even though the majority are Jews, because there's one Kanani amongst the Jews, and he's supposed to be there, there's a concept called which means that if you have a mixture of nine Jews and one guy, but the guy is supposed to, he's in his place, he's where he's supposed to be, meaning it's not where they're walking around Main Street, he threw it into a place and the guy was sitting there, that's where he was supposed to be, that's where his shop is, so then it's called Kavua, you don't go by Rav, it makes a 50-50, and the Chiddush is that 50-50 is not an issue. Yeah. Now, I mean, the point is the person, the, the Kananai wasn't moving. It was the stone that was moving. See, if the Kananai was moving, see, when things are moving, when the items are moving, then you go by majority, because they're not in their spot. But when things are in their place, right? let's say I, I go into a store, and I don't know what the store is, and I buy meat. You, I'd say, well, nine out of the ten stores in the neighborhood sell kosher food. It doesn't matter. Because the store is stationary. The store is where it's supposed to be. And therefore, because the Shaila originated in a place that's stationary, it's called Kol Kavua Kamechsa Mechsadam. Now, it's a very interesting Shaila. It's a hard thing to understand, but 
Okay, Mishnah. Shara Isha, an ox that the Mishnah is now going to list seven different uh, categories of oxen that you will kill. Chedushim. Shara Isha, an ox that's owned by a woman, still gets a death penalty. Shara Yisaimim, an ox that's owned by orphans that are under bar mitzvah. Or Shara Apatrabis, this is where the Yisaimim, but they actually were appointed in Apatrabis. All these cases still are killed. Shara Midbar, a wild ox, a hefker. You still kill it. Shara Hegdish, an ox that belongs to Hegdish. Shara Hager, Shemes, Vein Liyarshim. Or a, a shar that belonged to a convert who died, he has no yarshim. In other words, that's also hefker. So notice we have two cases of hefker. We have a wild ox, and then we have a shar hager that became hefker. We'll have to figure out why, why the Mishnah lists both cases. misa. All of these cases, yichayav misa. Ravida says, shar hamidbar, shar hagdish, shar hager shemez. Ravida says, these three cases I disagree. If it's shar hamidbar, which is hefker, or shar hagdish, or Shor that belongs to Hagdish, because that belongs to God, there's no human being that's in charge of it, or Shor Hager Shemes, which is also Hefker, Petur Minamisel, if Lahem Bailim, all these cases are Potter, because there is no Bailim, there is no, um, there is no Bailim, and therefore it's Potter. Okay. Taner Abonon, the first sheet listed, the Tanakam listed seven cases that there's a Chi of Misa. Why? Because it says the word Shar seven times in the parasha. Shar, Shar, Shiva. Lahavi to include these seven categories: Shara Isha, Shara Yisaimim, Shara Betrabish, Shara Midbar, Shara Hegdish, Shara Gershem Mesim Liarshim. All those things are chayiv. Rav Yehuda says, "No, I disagree." In the, and those three cases: Shara Midbar, Shara Hegdish, Shara Mesim Liarshim. Peturim Levish Ein Lahem Bailim. Okay, fine. So Rav Yehuda holds that if it belongs to Hegdish, it's potter because there's no owners. The Chiddush of the Gemara is: I'm Rav Yehuda, Poiter Rav Yehuda, Afilu Nagach Lebsayv Hegdish. Even if it was owned by me at the time of the goring. But as long as before the court case, before the psak din, I made it hegdish, there's no death penalty. Or similarly, if it was owned by me and then I was mafkarit, it gored and then I was mafkarit. All these cases, there's no death penalty. My, how do you know this? Because it says in the Mishnah two categories. There's shar midbar, which is hefker, and then shar meis, shein yarshim, which is also hefker. We need both. The chiddish is... One, it was where it was Hefker before the Nagicha, and one, it was it was owned by me, and then I made it in Hefker. Same halacha. Okay, that's the Chiddush. Tanami Hachi, the Bryce similarly states, Yes, I can't remember you, the review that added, even if I owned it when it gored. But then, and then I consecrated it, or Nogal, or then I was Mafkarit, Potter. There is no death penalty. Because the Pasuk says that it became a Muid and a Gord while it was owned, and it was killed. It has to be owned by me from the time of death until the time of judgment. But if between the death and the judgment I was Mafkarit or I was Magdashit, it's not going to be a death penalty. Now, just one quick point it says it has to be owned by me from the time of the animals killed someone until the time it goes to court that's not really accurate it's not when it goes to court it's when the court suck even if the court case takes 30 days if in the middle of the court case i'm after it that's also not going to get the death penalty so the gemara says it means that it's only going to get the death penalty if it was owned by me from the time of the killing until the sack of Bezdin. okay mishnah and then we'll stop Shar Let's say an animal already got the psak from the court case and on its way to get stoned. A magdashit doesn't work. 
It's, uh, it's already Yosef Bahana. It's not mine anymore. From the Psak of Din, it doesn't work. Similarly, if let's say instead of Magdashit, I just shecht it and I say, I want to eat it. No good. But from the time of the Psak of Bezin, it's Yosef Bahana. But, let's say before the verdict was actually reached, I was Magdashit. Hegdish, it works. Or if I slaughter it, it's mutter, because it did not get the psak yet. One new topic. Let's say an owner of an animal gives the animal to be watched by a shemrechinam, a shoyel, unpaid watchman, a borrower, a paid watchman, or a renter. The shoymer replaces the owner and therefore and if and if a damage happens that they're responsible for then muad mishalem nezek shalom if the animals are muad then you the shaymrim pay nezek shalom tam mishalem chatzin nezek and if it's a tam they pay chatzin nezek stop here pick it up tomorrow position